welcome to Cody Cast. This is Cody Allen's podcast. I cannot tell you how excited I am to have Gavin DeGraw in studio with me. And not only a, a guy who lives in Nashville with so many country music connections, but also one of my favorite singers and songwriters over the years. Just love him to death. So I'm glad you're here. Last Monday, you were supposed to be here, but you had a car accident. Good news is no one was hurt. No one was and hurt. And you were, is your insurance kicked in? And I hope so, yeah. We got some good, you have a good plan? I hope so, okay. man. Yeah, I hope so. It's the uh, GavoCare. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I think I, I think they're going to cover it. Man, I hope they cover it. It was uh, a mess. Uh, do you have you know a do. sizable deductible, or how does that work? Man, right now, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. I, I, I think I do. Uh, I don't handle much of the financial stuff because okay. I'm bad at math, and right. I, right. I slept through a lot of high school. Uh-huh. And um, so I leave that up to somebody else. Yeah. Um, I don't even uh, really, I don't really handle grocery shopping so good. Even that math's a little oh, high wow. for me. Have you discovered uh, shipped? No. S H I P T. Yes. Uh, and so these people like. First of all, I'm all about bringing things to my doorstep. Yes. So I've discovered you know Drizzly. You know that? No. You're educating me though right now. Z L Y. That's like they bring alcohol to your door. So if you yeah, it's true. Really? What's going order, on around here? You order on the app, and they just bring it to you. That's I mean, there's a, there's a little fee involved. It's incredible. But for the convenience of it, and ships the same way, you basically you sign up. I'm not being paid for this, by the way. I should be paid for this. You should. Why is there not an endorsement? Who? Hello? I, I Write think that you down. Did, I think you need a, a pay raise through a sponsor <laughs> of some sort. You should get a percentage. Dude, you just... Put what you want on the list, and yes. they go get it. They bring it to your door without you having to step out of your house. I think that's in- absolutely ingenious. It's really good. So so that way I don't have to go out of my house in my slippers and my bathrobe like <laughs> I do typically right. to go get something because I'm like, there's no way I'm lacing up my boots right now. <laughs> you know, I've been preaching the uh, gospel of Gavin for I don't know how many years. <laughs> Thank I've, you. Seriously, I have. Since I saw you for the first time in Dallas um, when I Don't Want to Be uh, came out, yeah. and I was like... I went to see you, and I, I like the song. I'm like most people at Thank the time. You. I'm like, my God, that song's so good. But um, when I saw you and saw you play like Chariot and mm. on the piano and follow through and all those songs that were huge off that first yeah, album. Man. Thank you. Uh, I was blown away. You're so nice. To man. the I point really where it. I fangirled after the show to see, to say hi to you by your bus. That's so That's amazing. how weird I was. And we met then. And we met then, like very briefly. That's amazing. No picture or anything. I was like, just want to wow. shake your hand. That's but, so um, nice, man. Well, what a compliment. So I appreciate it. It was um, a little 360 moment whenever I saw you at Luke's uh, Crash My Playa this past uh, that Wasn't that great? I love that event. Yeah. I love that event. Question, <laughs> were you, when you when we met originally, were you in radio at the time? Yeah. Were you, you were doing this as well? I this, was type, doing, this type of thing? Yeah. I was doing the Wolf in Dallas country radio station cool. there. Uh, and it was probably, what was that, 03? Man, let's see. My record came out in 03. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have any success with it until, I want to say, late 04 yeah. or, or or maybe mid 05. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it could have been either one of those, but one that, of those times. But at that you know? moment, you were like on every show. You were doing everything. I was doing a lot you? of shows. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what you saw was probably like the remains of me from however many <laughs> morning shows and, right. and late night shows at the time, you know, yeah. they, you know, the, you get the opportunity to get all that exposure. Now, of course, all at once, all at once, all at once. Yeah. And so every time you do make an appearance, it's sort of like the tattered version of yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, I swear I'm usually a little better than this. You know, <laughs> like, 
like, right. I usually don't look quite this horrible either, by the way, you know? <laughs> and I need a shower, you know? Well, you were impressive yeah. that night. Um, Thanks, And man. at Crash My Playa, you played uh, with Luke and the crew. and Yeah, man. What that a, was so fun. What an event. You know, it's funny. I mean, that whole thing came about because uh, of Bobby Bones' event uh, at, at the Ryman one night. And had come in and and I said, oh, they said, well, you you would you come down and do this this event, mm-hmm. raise money for St. Jude, and here's the acts that are going to be on it. And uh, I said, yeah, I, obviously, I mean, I live literally around the corner, you know. Right. Um, so Which, I a lot mean, of people may not know that you do live in Nashville. I live, yeah, I live in Nashville. I've been here. I've been living here like maybe about ten years, mm-hmm. you know. Wow. Um, and I live. I like to live in the downtown area because I, I of. Uh, well, because the drinking is here, really, and uh, you know, and you can't drink and drive, and I actually don't trust other people's driving, so I'd rather just stagger home. You know, that's be my next single, stagger tumble, home. Tumble yeah, home, tumble <laughs> stagger. In. That's yeah. it. That's it. I'm the so, same way, though. I live right down here. Too, yeah, so man. It's, it's it's nice we, so way. we got to get up, man, and and, and throw a couple back. You yeah. know, Bobby Bones won't go drinking with you, but I will. Well, you know what? Because he doesn't drink. He doesn't drink yeah. at all, really? No. Well, man, we got to change that. Yeah. You know, we'll have to pre-open that water bottle before he gets a hold of it. <laughs> That's right. You know? So so that night, well, I was backstage, and I saw Luke, and um, me and Luke had had dinner, man, it had to be over 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, back before we had anything really going on, we had a dinner in New York uh, with a couple of, you know, important people in the business, I guess. Right. And they were like, you know... Big things are going to happen for you. And he and I were like, they are? And then we were just a couple dudes, you know? And we were like, we should probably have each other's phone numbers. But we never, you know, we didn't really keep in touch a lot. It would be once in a while, what's up? How's it going? So when I saw him backstage, he was standing there with a guy. And the guy goes, hey, man, do you remember me? I said, I know your face. Like, I know this guy's face. And I'm trying to remember how I know his face. He said, you had s'mores at my house. I said, I did? He goes, yeah, you had never had s'mores before. I said, that's weird. So anyway, I guess what happened was I was friendly with an engineer here in town named David Hall, and I was over hanging with him at his house. His son was going into Citadel and whatnot. He wanted me to talk to his kid. You know, I said, yeah, I'll come over. We'll hang out. And next door, his neighbors were having a campfire and doing s'mores and stuff. Say, hey, man, we're having a campfire doing s'mores. You want to come hang out? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's hang out. And they had a dog. I love dogs. So, so backstage, as it turned out, this guy was Luke's TM, you know, his tour manager and whatnot. And they were talking about Crash My Playa. Uh, okay. And I said, you know what? Maybe I'll hop on a plane. And I was just kidding. And uh, they were like, do it, man. I said, all right, you know, I will actually will show up though, you know, and uh, and and I did, you know, I actually did show up, you know, and I showed up and I was like, so what's up? Where's my room? You know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, we actually got one just in case you came. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I had a great time, man, and and Luke was a great host, and you know, insisted, hey man, stick around, let's hang out, let's play, let's play music, and we're yeah. gonna have like a Luke and Friends night with, you know, Chris Jansen and, and Dustin Lynch, and uh, it, I mean, everybody played. Yeah. So it was it was a great time, man. I was, I was actually thrilled to be there, and particularly coming out of the world that I came out of, um, which didn't seem to have as much camaraderie, you know, right. coming out of the, the other uh, music styles, I never really experienced much of that camaraderie, you know, in the rock and the pop worlds of music. It just doesn't you know? exist there, really? It, or? I, ju- I just wasn't feeling it as much. Right. In the country world, there really is a sense of community. I mean, you feel it in Nashville, Tennessee. There's a sense of community. 
You know, yep, totally. I mean, I mean, people talked about it when y'all had that flood years ago, mm-hmm. and there was a sense of community. Yeah. People were all helping each other out, towing each other out. Yeah. You know, it's a thing, yeah. and um, that transcends from this neighborhood of Nashville, Tennessee, into the into the country music world. There's yeah. a sense of that, you know, and I think everybody knows that in order to make it in this country realm. Uh-huh. That community is important, and that everyone who is in it experience that community lending them a hand. You Absolutely, know? and I it's often important. wonder because I haven't experienced the other side of it. Yeah, like if that exists anywhere else, and yeah. I uh, get, I hear more people say exactly what you just it's said. It's amazing that, that this is special what we have, and I, I'm kind of spoiled <laughs> by it because I already like, like I've always been doing this. So yeah, and always been country music. So lucky, lucky man. Yeah, lucky man. <laughs> I am a lucky man. Man, have you seen Luke on American Idol? As I've only ju- caught little oh. glimpses of it. No, okay. I don't watch much TV, um, but I've seen the advertisements. I see it on some <laughs> billboards sometimes, smiling. I'm like, oh, but there's Luke right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I Don't Want to Be was probably early on in American Idol. A lot of people did that song as yeah. their audition song on the show. Isn't that cool? It's great. Oh, man. Do you remember I the first time so you cool. heard someone else do the song? Uh, first time I heard someone else do that song. Uh-huh. Uh, let me think. I think I actually think it was an American Idol contestant, uh-huh. and I think his name was Bo Bice. I remember him, right? You remember Long that hair? Name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and he was a great, good, great voice. Yeah, yeah, really good singer. Yeah, and uh, that I think may be the first time I heard a cover. It was either that or yeah. one of the seasons that they actually they nixed me from the show that was using my song. And uh, they were using guest singers. Guest singers would come in, so you'd have all these artists coming in, um, singing the song, covering the song. And I can't remember if it was one of those or if it was Bo Bice. To me, I think it was the Bo Bice uh, performance. Wow. You know? Back in the day. And then I covered me once. I covered me once uh, at a karaoke bar in Los Angeles because... Really? Yeah, because I was in there with my brother. And, you know, my brother, his real wise guy... And uh, and he said, uh, he was like, you should go do one. I was like, I'm not going to do one. I mean, yeah, I'd look like, you know, tacky and this and that. He's like, all right, you're probably right. And about 20 minutes later, the intro starts to, I don't want to be the da na 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 And the guy goes, Gavin is Gavin in the audience like this. I looked at my brother. I was like, I'm never gonna forgive you for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and I okay. had to, I had to do it at that point. Yeah. You know, because Dolly Parton Ugh. tells the story about entering a drag contest of Dolly's. You're lying to me. True story. She told on Hot 20 back. I guess it was December when she was on That's the show. Mind blowing. Incredible, right? Uh, she entered. Absolutely mind blowing. She lost, by the way. <laughs> oh, 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 she was not the best Dolly of the Dolly's. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Dude, oh, get this. This is funny. This is along those lines. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, I lived in uh, in the New York area for a long time, and I was playing all these little nightclubs, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's a street there called uh, Bleecker Street, where you know, classically, like all the old old dudes from you know the '60s played all their gigs <laughs> down there. You know, Hendrix and Bob yeah. Dylan, yeah. and you name it. And uh, and I used to beat the street down there, you know, and, and, and play all these little nightclubs, you know, me and guys I knew and this real local crew of players, you know, I'm right. bleaker. And so one day I go in there <laughs> and uh, it's probably 07 and I go back to one of my old haunts that I used to play every Monday night. It was called uh, the Red Lion. It was right next to the first place I ever played in New York City called Bitter Rent. So I walk in the Red Lion and a friend of mine's playing and he goes, uh, 
hey Gavin, you know, you wanna you wanna you wanna play a couple tunes. He doesn't say it on the mic. He says, You wanna play a couple tunes? I was like, Yeah, man, you know why not? Sure. I say. <laughs> so I play a couple tunes and I go back to the bar, you know, and uh and I'm throwing another one back. And this guy comes over to me and uh, he's got this uh, kind of a thick European accent. <clears throat> and I can't tell what country it is because I don't spend a lot of time uh, in every country when we go overseas. You know, you spend a few days here, a few days there. It's pretty thick. And uh, he says to me in his accent, which I won't attempt, uh, hey, you know, that was, a, that was like, that was like pretty good. And I said, hey, man, well, you know, um, thanks a lot. And he says, uh, but you know, you have a problem. And I said, okay, well, that's kind of bold. You know, we just met. And, uh, he said, I said, well, what is my problem exactly? He said, well, you know, when you cover him, you sound a little too much like Gavin DeGraw. Mm. And I said, I'm sorry, what? He said, when you cover him, you sound like you're impersonating Gavin DeGraw. And I said, that's pretty funny. And I thought he was kidding. And um, and I said, I, I, I am Gavin, you know? He goes, you're not Gavin. And I said, no, I, I am. He goes, no, you're not. Uh, and, and I said, no, really, I am. And it really, he got really angry that I was claiming to have an identity that to him clearly was not my identity. <laughs> and uh, I was, uh, you know, some kind of imposter. And he demanded my license, at which wow. point I presented it to him. And then we had a good laugh. And then, um, but that actually, the Dolly story makes me laugh because that's actually how real, yeah. how real it is. Because we look very, I think people look different in person than they do on TV, right? Mm -hmm. um, We're also think, polished up. On, you know, you get the makeup and the things and they script you down. And totally. And guy liner yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. You know what I mean? Especially the guy liner. All the guy liner, yeah. you know? And so you're like, oh, man, you know? So, so yeah, you know, God forbid you walk out of a, you know, out of a building after a TV appearance. You're like, man, the guy, he was like, <laughs> I look like I was winning the drag contest, you know? So, you know, it's just, that's just the way TV works, you know? Cause, but also it's, it's, we look so different because the camera, it's a single lens, right? So it's not it's not capturing the, the full the actual essence. look, you know. Yeah, you know, you, you just look different in person. Yeah, totally. Well, and then you guys went and had s'mores. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I didn't have s'mores with that guy. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't have s'mores with that guy. Oh, uh, you have so many country music connections. Brett Young, most recently I learned about. Oh, I love Brett, man. <clears throat> You're gonna co-headline with him in Vegas. You got a song yeah, on his album, man. Chapters, which is such a great song. Thank you. Um, so, how did you, you two first meet? Was man, that a Nashville thing? It's it, it was so. You know, I hate to use the word organic because it's uh, just an overused term in the music business. But really if you don't was. mind, Gavin, speaking into the microphone, that would be great. Sorry. <laughs> I was getting real organic, not using the microphone. I was like, let me just speak right. to the room here. Yeah. So, so anyway, so uh, not to overuse the term, but you know, I, I was out in uh, L.A. for a gig. Uh, I had played a place called the Greek out mm -hmm. there, which is a really beautiful yeah. amphitheater. Um, and so after the show, you know, don't get me wrong, I love people, but I like my hermit time too. You know, I like my time alone. And, Same. You know, because uh, particularly after hermit your, time, I've never heard it called yeah, that. Yeah, man, that's a good time, term right? for it. You yeah, know? Yeah. So, so you know, after you do a show and and you're 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 with people you love, some you don't, 
right? So and, and and some strangers and some friends, and and so you're just bombarded. You know, you're yeah. bombarded with work. You know, and so you know you work in the room or the backstage or whatever it is, and it's great. But after a while, you kind of you just run out of hellos. You know, yeah. And um, so at the end of the night, it's very late. And I go out for a stroll, you know, because uh, don't get me wrong. I don't like to exercise, but to walk, I like to do. You know, I like to walk, you know, like go for a stroll, right? right? Sure. You won't catch me at the gym, <laughs> but uh, you will catch me walking around town, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway, I'm walking past this really uh, famous diner in uh, L.A. on Sunset Strip called Mel's, right? You know right. Mel's Diner? Been there. Right. So, so I'm walking down Sunset Strip. I've already had a long night. And I've, you know, probably had a few. And I'm walking, sure enough, past this place. And I hear somebody say, hey, Gavin. And it's late, like I said. And I'm like, and I keep walking. I hear, hey, Gavin. And it's a dude's voice, you know, a big guy voice, right? I'm like, I'm like, oh, no. Like, who's like, who's going to, you know, F with me right now? It's like middle of the night. This is not going to be good, right? And I turn, and sure enough, it, it was actually a very big person. It's Brett Young, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, God, this guy's going to be a problem. You know what I mean? He's yeah. a big dude. You know, he's like 6'6", six, six, right? I don't know if I can handle all this right now. So, but he smiles and he says something nice. And I said, okay, all right, maybe this is all right. So we get to talking and he he pretty much leads off with a music, music question or music business question. He sounded like he was really interested mm-hmm. in playing music. And so we spoke about a half hour or so, and I gave my opinions on some things and you know what I thought he should do if he was interested in playing music. Well, I end up seeing him again however many months later. I can't remember where. It may have been a Hawaii gig. Uh-huh. And uh, we end up hanging out, me and a buddy of his and me and my pops. And uh, at that time, I was like, this guy's a good guy. I said, man, take down my number, man. Stay in, we'll stay in touch, you know? And over the years, we became friends, and, you know, we always, you know, have a few. And uh, and he'd always tell me about his progress playing gigs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, writing songs, playing me demos, and tell me about his progress and, and the struggle and all that stuff. I, I totally identified with it because, you know, I came up playing playing ballrooms. So over the course of the last handful of years, he'll, he'd say, uh, hey, man, I'm moving to Nashville. Hey, man, I moved to Nashville. Hey, man, I got signed. Hey, I'm cutting a record. Hey, I got a single out. Hey, man, I got my first number one. Phone rings again a couple months later. Hey, man, I got my second number one. Oh, man, that's incredible. Congratulations (laughs) yet again. Hey, man, I got my third number one. I was like, stop trying to make everybody feel bad, Brett. You know? So, So anyways, you know, a few more months go by. We're hanging out. And uh, he reaches out. He said, hey, how you feel about getting in the studio we'll write a song together i said i'd love to do that of course i said but uh he said he didn't want to just write uh a love story mm-hmm. i said well perfect because i i'd love to write you know your story your autobiography mm-hmm. you know i want to write the song that you feel like you don't ever want to play a show without playing that song right that's the kind of song i want to write you know and we got together he and i and a mutual friend of ours named ross copperman who i met 10, 15 years ago, I think, in yep. Lond- London when I was playing out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was an artist at the time, Ross. Great yep. guy. Really talented writer. And uh, we always kept in touch here and there. So it was a very natural progression, right, that we'd all end up in the room together and write a song. And then as we were finishing the song uh, writing session, uh, 
Brett said, hey, why don't you uh, sing at the end? And I said, well, it's your record and it's your story. Uh, If you insist, I would obviously love to be part of it. If we can find the right verse for us for that to make sense, of course, you know, and we did. We wrote the right type of verse. And and so I guessed on, on on that record, which is an absolute honor. So the song's chapters. Chapters. chapters okay wow chapters and and the opening line for brett i mean you know brett used to play ball <laughs> and so a uh, baseball player and he almost uh he was being scouted by the pros when he threw his arm out and uh and so the opening line is so just just really a great way i, I thought to begin his life story mm-hmm. chapter one i was raised on the dodgers every boy wants to be like his father you know just to bring you into the the world that you know that he grew up in yeah um singing about you know his sports his sports dreams yeah i love the song um so much he says you're you're his biggest musical influence boy does that that's pretty heavy right that's heavy yeah that's that's heavy that's that's an honor that's really kind of him uh because uh because my my biggest influence is billy joel he's my my tip top favorite artist of all time and to me i know what that what that accolade is you know what i mean yeah so i don't take that lightly i mean because i mean i where i hold billy is a very you know very special place right you know you opened up shows for him oh yeah a lot of shows yeah. billy's been very good to me we did uh new year's together uh, again this year in uh, nassau coliseum which is out in long island which is sort of like you know opening for the pope at the vatican you know what i mean <laughs> opening for billy in long island is like very important you know it's pretty cool who are you uh, who are your other friends in country music i know uh you work with sarah evans i have um, i have she's not over great. you you did she a was great version of that for her she uh, was wonderful love her so much she's oh she's one of my awesome. favorite female country music and a artists. truly nice human being yeah. right so fun and so decent <laughs> super and nice. so real yeah like she, you always yeah. get the same Sarah. Yeah, and you never know quite what she's gonna say. Yeah, uh, which I love that about Uh-oh. her. <laughs> I mean, she can go anywhere with an interview. I mean, Uh-oh. it could take Uh-oh. on new life you didn't expect. She, she's she's very very not just nice but like super talented, super talented. Um, uh, Martina McBride uh, and I get on great. Uh, years ago, Trisha Yearwood was just so good to me. Um, Garth. Um, I don't know how well, I ended up meeting all these people just separately and you know they're all they're just good people yeah. in the country music world man you know Keith Urban super nice I mean all these guys are such good people they're just you meet them and you just want to be their friend and I think that's it's almost a prerequisite yeah in country well when i met you and really had a decent conversation with you at crash my playa i thought to myself i really want to be his friend and so i'm so glad this has worked out that you were able to come today and i'm honored real quick before we let you uh take off here um you have a bar in nashville i do (laughs) i hope you come to it i want to i I have a friend so free drinks man yeah free drinks let's let's make this happen let's go the nashville underground i was there uh i was there this weekend i remember some of it <laughs> is it true you're putting in a? Is, I heard a bowling alley, a bowling alley on the yeah. second floor. Yeah, uh, okay. uh, third and fourth floor. Third and fourth floor. Yeah, yeah, okay. third and fourth floor. So uh, first, first, first floor is uh, bar food, bar and food. Okay. Second floor, we also have bar and food. A lot of events we have on second floor and our and our bowl, our bowl riding, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, fifth and sixth floor. Fifth is our is sort of our nightclub. You know, like with this giant LED floor. You know, awesome. nightclub kind of thing, rooftop. Then we have 
we have green roof and uh you know typical outdoor games uh-huh. stuff like that so we'll we'll do bowling and and more games on the third and the fourth Sweet. floor man and uh I'm excited about it because I suck at bowling, so I want to I want to improve my game uh, at bowling because lifetime sports are key. They are key. Yeah. What's your go-to drink? You seem like a beer guy. I love beer. Okay. I really do. Is that because it looks like my caloric intake is exceeding my caloric output? No, no, no. I just when you said earlier you throw another back, I thought that that's a beer term. It's a beer term. Yeah, and. uh yeah, man, I do. I do like. I do like the fizzle. <laughs> you know, beer is so good and delicious. And uh, you know why else beer is good is because you can take your time. You can make it through a whole night sipping beers. You cannot make it through a whole night sipping old fashions. True. You know what I mean? Yep. That's hospital time. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta pace it. It's got to be a slightly lower alcohol content. You can start with an old fashioned. Sure. You know. You can't keep it going all night. You can't go all night long. Yeah. Not a chance. You're going to wake up wearing someone else's clothes. (laughs) Not a good time. Or peeing in a trash can. (laughs) It would be bad. I promise you. I do. All right. Musically this year, what's your, uh, what do you hope to accomplish? What do you got going on? Man, I know you can't give it all away, but I can't. You got some some stuff. I'm working on some stuff. Yeah, I really am. And and thank you for that. I'm I'm really working on. kind of approaching music from another angle uh you know i never particularly saw categorize myself as an artist i'm just a songwriter um and i'm making i i would call a songwriter's record you know and um that might lean more americana or that might lean more country um but uh i'm not audacious in saying i am a country act i'm a songwriter and the country market embraces songwriting and uh, so I'm going to make a songwriter style record in the vein of um, a Seeger or a Petty. Yeah. And um, that's the that's where my heart is musically yeah. right now. You know, those are those are some heroes of mine who haven't who I haven't been uh, uh, tapping into uh, as much in the last couple records as I want to tap into this record. That's why I'm writing this record alone. Um, a lot of hermit time. A lot of hermit time, man. A lot of hermit time. That's right. And so my first few records I wrote alone, and then the last couple records I would write with other people. So I th- this is a good opportunity for me to 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 write an entire record again by myself and really tap into that thing, you know. And back around on on New Year's Eve, I was I was talking to to Billy Joel and I and I said uh, he was asking me what I'm up to, and I, I told him I'm writing this record and. I said, I think it comes off a little weird sometimes because my buddies are saying, hey, man, come out. Let's, you know, let's run a game of ball or let's hit the bar. And don't get me wrong. I like doing all those things. But sometimes I it's hard to get out of the house. I'll say, honestly, man, I just I just got to I just got to spend some time alone. I'm working on these songs, you know. And Billy said, you got to go away, man. Sometimes you just got to go away if you want to put together that next thing and you want it to work. You got to get away and and put in that that alone time. I said I thank you for that because that's I need to hear from from you. You know I need to hear from a guy like that. Yeah, I mean my God, coming from Billy Joel, because some folks like to get away, take a holiday <laughs> from the neighborhood. I like what you did there. I like what you did uh, there. Exactly. Listen, 
Exactly. You do no wrong when it comes to music. You're so nice. I, yeah, I really don't say that about that. a lot of people, but I just That's love so what you do. Bring more. Thank you Bring for this that. new sound, the songwriters album to us, and I anytime you need that, support man. from me or any of us here at CMT, holla. You're so nice, man. Really, I, I the opportunity to come in here and speak with you is truly gigantic and uh, and, and not something I take lightly. So I, I appreciate your time, man. We so love much. you, Gavin. Thank you for that, man. Thank you. For that. Thank you. So good. To you. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.